Hi, you're listening to a Budapest Beacon podcast. I'm Ben Novak. In June, the National Assembly of Hungary adopted legislation requiring NGOs that receive more than $25,000 a year in foreign contributions to register themselves as foreign-funded entities. The penalty for not registering? Legal dissolution of the organization. Coincidentally, the NGO stigmatizing law in Hungary looks an awful lot like Russia's very own NGO foreign agents law. Joining me today in the studio is Veronica Mora. She is the executive director of the Ökotash Foundation, which is a regranting organization based in Budapest. Vera, thank you very much for coming by today. My pleasure. Why is the new NGO stigmatizing law unconstitutional? For several reasons. Uh, it breaches, curbs constitutional rights of the affected organizations. Uh, it uh, limits their rights to their good names, limits rights to privacy, and uh, it goes against or uh, limits uh, the freedoms of speech and association. Now, there were about two dozen NGOs that signed on to this constitutional complaint that was filed with the Constitutional Court. Why is it that just these 23 or 24 organizations uh, actually submitted this constitutional complaint? Because under Hungarian law, only directly affected organizations uh, that have no other legal remedies can turn directly to the Constitutional Court. And at this point, these 23 organizations that joined the the petition are the ones uh, that have at least since the beginning of 2017 received uh, foreign support or international support above the threshold you mentioned. Now, are they the only NGOs that are affected by the law? Probably not, um, but these are the ones uh, that were willing to join uh, the petition. So what if there are other organizations that are affected by the law? How can they get involved in this complaint? They can um, submit similar complaints. Uh, The legal arguments are valid for them as well. And actually, the lawyers of the Hungarian Civil Liberties Union and the Hungarian Helsinki Committee, who actually wrote uh, the petition, uh, will publish soon a um, model petition that other organizations can also use. Are there any organizations that are granted exemptions under the law? Yes, uh, that's also one of the arguments we use in the petition uh, that is discriminatory uh, because the law says that it applies to associations and foundations but with several exceptions uh, such as party foundations are exempted, public foundations are exempted and among associations, sports organizations, uh, religious associations and associations working on uh, ethnic minorities um, sanctioned by the law as such Uh, are also exempted. So it doesn't apply to all associations and foundations equally. Obviously, these are issues that are, let's say, more um, dear uh, to the government. But also in case of sports organization, I can understand simply number uh, reasons because uh, like more than or around half uh, of the 55,000 NGOs registered in Hungary are sports associations. So the sheer numbers would just be too much. Mm -hmm. Are you confident that the Constitutional Court will see the merits of this case? We do hope so. Uh, The petition is, I believe, I'm not a lawyer, but I believe is really well argued. It's uh, more than a 30 pages long uh, document. Um, and it's not only uh, quoting uh, the, those uh, constitutional rights that are being curbed or limited uh, by this regulation, but also um, 
relates to or refers to a number of international agreements and international um, standards uh, that this law is uh, going against as well. So what does this process look like? They submit, these NGOs submit a, a complaint, and then is the constitutional court required to render a decision on this case within a certain amount of time? No, unfortunately not. The law only says that within a reasonable time, but that might take also years. Uh, so this is also why uh, the uh, NGO's joint group, the Civilization Campaign, uh, is working and thinking about the next step, uh, which is a petition to the European Court of Human Rights in Strasbourg. So what is this Civilization Group? The Civilization Group is um, an informal campaign, informal movement of Hungarian NGOs that came together at the beginning of this year when the first news of uh, NGO regulation or this foreign-funded law uh, were um, aired. And since then, uh, this group of NGOs work together quite closely, um, first uh, with the aim to stop the passing of the law, and now with the aim to withdraw uh, or achieve to the withdrawal of the law. During spring, uh, the campaign has organized several major uh, demonstrations, such as the uh, civic heart uh, um, action. Tens of the, thousands of people showed up to that. Yeah, that was huge. In the Hero Square. We also participated at the Parliament's Justice Committee meeting when they debated about uh, this piece of legislation and other acti- related activities. So what happens when the Constitutional Court determines that this law is indeed unconstitutional? Well, uh, we, what we asked the, uh, the Constitutional Court is uh, to eliminate or annul the law in its entri- entirety, uh, which is just an eight-paragraph law, so it's not a big piece of legislation. Or alternatively, there are specific uh, provisions in the law uh, that for the annulment of we ask for, uh, but that would also, in effect, mean the annulment of the whole law because uh, the rest of the provisions would make no, no sense. And what happens if the constitutional court finds that this law is constitutional? Well, then when we have still the international legal uh, remedies, such as the European Court of Justice in, in Strasbourg. Which is kind of a great follow-up question I have here is, what has been the EU's response so far? Uh, the EU has quite... Um, made its opinion uh, quite obvious. Um, Already back in July, very soon after the law was passed uh, and entered into force at the end of June, uh, the European Commission has already started an infringement process uh, in relation to this legislation, which is now in the initial stages. So as far as I know, it's still at the stage that the Hungarian government has to respond uh, to the questions and the issues raised by the Commission. And if the commission doesn't find them satisfactory, then the procedure uh, will uh, go on on its uh, um, regulated manner. And eventually it might end up uh, at the European Court of Justice in Luxembourg, uh, which is then must decide whether this, co- whether this piece of legislation is in accordance uh, with European standards and, and European agreements. What do you think Fidesz's goal was by proposing this law? The law doesn't stand by itself. Uh, it has been accompanied by an increasingly uh, intensive uh, government propaganda uh, tagging or stigmatizing organizations that receive uh, funding from international sources as organizations not serving the foreign, the Hungarian interest or being foreign agents. But though the law doesn't use the term foreign agent, the governmental communication did use it. So obviously the goal was uh, to vilify uh, those organizations that speak up uh, in the public debates, uh, that criticize the government, that uh, advocate for certain social causes, uh, and to uh, stigmatize them and vilify them as organizations serving foreign interests.
initially when this bill was adopted into law, um, some organizations came out and very openly said they would not register for this. Some came out and said they would register for this. What is the situation looking like right now? Right now, it's about uh, 10 or a dozen organizations that publicly said they are not going to register and not go, going to put the stigma on themselves. My foundation, Okotash, being one of them. Uh, at the same time, uh, on the government's uh, information portal, we see that there are about 25, 30 organizations that have already uh, registered as foreign-funded organizations. Ironically, it includes the major relief organizations, animal welfare organizations, uh, and similar ones. So these are the organizations that are now considered to be foreign-funded, according to the law. And it's also maybe important to add that uh, among the 23 that um, uh, joined the petition to the Constitutional Court, there are organizations that have registered and there are ones uh, that have not registered. So it's really a mixed group of uh, NGOs coming together. Veronica Mora, thank you very much for coming by today and we look forward to following what happens here with this case. Thanks. We will keep you informed. And thank you for tuning in to the Budapest Beacon podcast. Let us know what you think on Twitter and Facebook and be sure to follow BudapestBeacon.com for up-to-date news on what's really happening in Hungary. Bye-bye.